0: Once again, we're back on the exhibition floor of Cartoon Crossroads Columbus. Awesome comics festival here in Columbus, Ohio, and I'm here with Evan Salazar, winner of the Emerging Talent Award at CXC 7,500 big ones. You know, it's not just a poster that you put on your wall; it's got cash, money that you can put in the bank. (laughs) Evan, how you doing? I'm doing great. I'm doing
1: great. You know, Uh, I'm still processing it. You know, it's still I'm still wrapping around my head, (laughs) trying to make sense of it. But uh, I I mean, I, I can't. I feel great. Yeah. It went,
0: well, you know what i was I was over way over here over near the windows, and then an a roar yeah. went up from the crowd, yeah, yeah, so yeah. I said, well, we're not in a football stadium, so this yeah. is something going on over here.
1: Well, I, I have a lot of supportive <laughs> friends, like it yeah was really honestly, that's the best part was like when it happened'cause like seeing all of my friends who I've made over the course of making Good. comics or so seeing them. Really upset and elated. That really meant a lot to me. Sure. It was just like I, in the moment when they, you know, they sort of sneak up on you. Sure. When they announce yeah. it. I, I, I had no concept, you know, that so I was yeah. going to win this award. So when it happened, everyone's like, your face. I looked incredulous. Good reason. I felt like I was being pranked. You know, I was kind of like, Is it? I don't know what's happening. And they give you one of these big. Cardboard checks like a game show. <laughs> I know, I know. It, 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 it's really a surreal aspect yeah. of it, you know. It, it's, I've been talking about like I don't know how I'm going to get it on the plane I'll to, I was saying I might try to mail it like a postcard, you know,
0: slap it. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. There you it, go. You know what I mean? And, and see, see how it ends up. Hopefully, right no one on gets it. it and tries to cash it right. before <laughs> you. Well, well, luckily,
1: I, I don't think they could uh, cash. The routing is one, two, three, four, five. Six, oh, six, there, six, you nine,
0: so there you go. So there might know, be some issues. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> it, 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 it might bounce,
1: but uh, there you go. If they want to try,
0: there you go. It'll be a fun. Thing it yeah, happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you do a comic about it. But yeah. t- but look, tell us about rodeo. This is the comic that this award is based on. I would assume. Yeah, uh, yeah.
1: rodeo is a comic that I started in 2019. Um, I I like to think that my gift is storytelling. That's mm-hmm. what I really. That's what comes naturally to me. Mm-hmm. And you know, there are people who are natural drawers, and I'm not one of those people. I, <laughs> drawing for me is blood, sweat, and tears. You know what I mean? But so. 2019, I wanted to make a comic, and I wanted to make it good, you know, mm-hmm. I wanted to make it a page turner, mm-hmm. I wanted to make it a comic that I wanted to read, and it turns out the comics I want to read are sort of mundane mysteries of everyday mm-hmm. life, you know what I mean? And sort of like the little things that might mean something, they might not, and it's what's oh, yeah. in between those mites that is interesting. And so, I have a family that I'm kind of following, and right now it sort of follows a timeline, and. You know, goes in and out of each character, kind of filling in spaces in their lives, in their timelines. And right now, I have three issues of it. It'll eventually be a collected book. I don't know when. Probably not for. If I had to guess for your four years, that's being conservative, you know. But uh, but I actually really like the sort of serializing nature
0: of it. Sure. You know, mm-hmm. y- you make your pages, you get it out to the world, you get a reaction, and you mm-hmm. go back to the lab. So it's kind of in many comics form now. I assume you're self-publishing it? Yes. You yes. are? Uh, I've read the first issue. Okay. Uh, everything you said is true. Uh, right. you've, you've got storytelling chops. Yeah. You've kind of set us all up. Yep. Uh, it's fascinating, Great, it's comic. That. On the other hand, you're, you're worried, am I laughing too soon? Is something horrible going to happen? But right. it's really a gripping story from the very beginning. I and your drawing, I may say, yeah. it's you, you've got character style, Thank you. uh, there's comic presence. Yeah. Every character has, has a sense of of, of itself I, I appreciate
1: it. Yeah I, I take this up You know yeah. I, A lot of people I think a lot of people do You know Character design I mean like You're looking at characters in comics that, yes. That's what everyone You know yeah. when, when you're a kid You start drawing You're not drawing trees and backgrounds You're drawing yeah. Batman secretly sure. drawing characters You know we all love to draw characters Yes So it's like yes. When I I, forget, I think I saw it in the book. Have you ever read the book How to Read Nancy? Yes. So it, yes. I, I think in that book they talk about yes. strong silhouettes yes. for your character. Listen, Paul Koresic
0: yes. and, yes, and Mark Newgarden. Yes, yes, yes right, yes,
1: yes, yes, absolutely. And so I think they talk about strong silhouettes for your character. Mm-hmm. It's like if you took away all of their, you just put them in silhouette, could you recognize that character? Yep. And so I thought about that a lot. You know, yeah. I thought about with hairstyle and glasses mm-hmm. and clothing you and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Because since girls, there are only, only really care. like... There's a, a small amount of characters in it. I wanted each one to have their own internal life that can be, while not explicitly explored, applied. You know what I mean? And, and the reader can kind of sort of, their thoughts kind of filter in and affect their reading a bit, which is what I love. Because like,
0: for me, I I always want someone to turn the page. That's yes. all I care and, and that's what happens because you're, they have presence. And their characters are layered yeah, on, yeah. so you're learning more about every character as the story goes on. Right, so, right. so you definitely you got your page turner going. Yeah, thank you. Thank it's you. it's cranking. Uh-huh. So look, look, this is exciting. It's great. Is this your first CXC, or do you have you been here before? This is my very first CXC. Uh-huh. And so, I'm, oh,
1: where are you from? I'm from Tucson, Arizona. Yeah. Uh, which first. is why,
0: so that's why I call it
1: rodeo because mm-hmm. where I'm from, we would have something called rodeo break when oh, yeah. rodeo came to town. Sure. People would get off work early. People got yeah. off school. We all went to the rodeo. Sure. And so yeah. I I kind of wanted to just, uh, you know, uh, I like the idea of being like this comics rodeo. It's like go sit down and read. You know, you all right. put your feet up and hang out. It's a long weekend. You know what I mean? <laughs> like that's what I kind of want to. You know, get your page turner ready. You know, and just hang
0: out. Well you, know? well, you know, CXC has been its own little rodeo here. Yes. And so great. It's really great to meet you. Oh, yeah. I got all three issues. I've read the first one. Can't read the other two. Yeah. And uh, I'll keep my eye out for you, man. As you get closer to that book, let's yeah. talk some more. hundred
1: percent. And I'll be around. Yeah. I'll, I'll come find you. I want to come see your table. So are you? Yeah.
0: I don't you? have a table. I'm. You know. I'm. I'm i'm just kind of like uh you know i'm editor at large actually i got an award this right, this year i got the tom Spurgeon award, yeah, award yeah, so i'm yeah. kind of like you know the, i'm, I'm on a high I'm, you know i'm on cloud nine yeah. everybody's pat me on the back everywhere right, i go yeah. it's awesome Going around <laughs> so you know, it's not, that, you know i great. i you know it's great they, they treat you well they do. here they, at cxc they, they, hey, they
2: definitely yeah do. so
0: they anyway do. great to meet you yeah. and, and thanks for being on more to come okay once again back on the floor of Cartoon <laughs> Crossroads Columbus awesome comics arts festival in Columbus Ohio uh, just happy I'm here and one of the reasons I'm here or certainly one of the reasons that has made this This trip, this award, all of it, uh just a wonderful experience. Jay, and you know what, I'm I'm terrified to say your last name. I apologize. I get terrified (laughs) to say it just occurred to me. Jay Cullagayan. Jay Cullagayan. Jay Cullagayan. Uh Jay, look, uh thank you for being on More to Come and thank you. you for being an incredible host and um and i guess the successor to the tom spurgeon uh the one of the reasons why i'm here uh so during the pandemic we had uh interim
3: uh executive director jersey droz and he he really uh he took the festival online uh mm-hmm. it was virtual oh, mm-hmm. one year and then hybrid the next year and one of the practices that uh that he instilled with my uh first year last year was my first year uh, with an in-person festival was we kept the expense of, uh, hiring a professional video person to record all of the talks. Mm-hmm. So all the talks, your talk, everyone Ooh. else, uh, uh, the majority of our programming gets recorded so that future generations get to see these kind of conversations. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and uh, we're really proud of that. So it's almost 50 hours of programming that gets recorded. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah.
0: So look, you're the executive director. Yes, uh, I am. Yes. Of CXC. That is right. And, gross. um, hey, hey, For those of our listeners who may not know, I mean, they know what comics arts festivals are, but what can you tell them about CXC? CXc is a free
3: comic art and animation festival taking place in the capital of comics and cartoons Columbus Ohio I'm,
0: I'm, I'm We're not competitive it. at all that's okay you know what I'm right after this weekend I'm right I'm right with you it's awesome folks folks and it's a it's a really unique model because
3: I, I like to uh, I like to use the metaphor of Voltron where mighty robots <laughs> coming together to form one uh, mega robot so you know we have the Columbus Library we have the Billy Ireland Cartoon library Museum we've got the Wexner Center for for the arts. We've got uh, we've got the Columbus Museum of Art, CCAD, uh, Columbus College of Art and yes. Design, mm-hmm. Laughing Ogre, Pop Culture Studies. We all come together uh, and uh, combine budgets mm. and bring in, in, in o- I- Ohio
0: State as I assume a partner in this uh, in Absolutely. some way. So,
3: again, it's the Billy and um, Pop Culture Studies with
0: Ohio State. Yes, there. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's, it's comics, cartoons, animation, galore. Yeah. Uh, artists of all kinds. What, uh, how many, how many artists are here? I mean. So it, we have an exhibition, or we have an expo
3: with about a, uh, like over a hundred artists mm-hmm. and uh, publishers coming in. And then we have a nice uh, special guest. Yes. Lineup, slate. Mm-hmm. Yourself included. Well, there you go. Uh, oh, 12. Twenty plus. Yes, yes, yeah. So it's been wonderful. We had we had Rayna uh We had, uh, Raina uh, we had uh, oh my gosh, we had Brenda Chapman. I was so yes. excited mm-hmm. about having Brenda Chapman. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and uh, you ever hear of uh,
0: Daniel Klaus? You know what? He He's an he up and coming cartoonist. <laughs> I heard, and I heard his stuff is pretty good. He might make a career of it. You know what You know, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> we'll keep an eye on him. But I was at his talk. He was funny. Oh he was charming. Gosh, he was, he was uh, thoughtful. Uh, and he was talking about his new book, Monica, that's out
3: He was talking now. about Monica, and we were really proud to have the exclusive of that before mm. it was available to the public. And I'm telling you right now, his line, his signing line was yeah. out the door. Yeah. He signed for three hours. Wow. He
0: turned no one away. Wow. wow. And he's signing the, he was signing today. I mean, he was signing uh, 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 yeah, today yeah, on yeah, the expo yeah. floor. I so, know, I yeah. know. Yeah, uh, and I was also lucky to hear Raina uh, talk, who got an award as well he's as an, an exhibition award. of... Fabulous exhibition at the uh, the Billy Ireland. So yeah, galleries. she was named. Uh, uh, she was honored with transformative
3: work. That's one mm-hmm. of her awards. And yeah, the Billy Ireland is doing an exhibit of her work until November,
0: and mm-hmm. it is spectacular. It is. It really it really shows off original pages of her art. I mean, you really see just how dynamic a cartoonist she is. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, works that inspired her uh, it was really great, and it was really great to see her because I remember buying. Reina's zines and mini comics, and now they're up on the wall in an exhibition. You know, from Smile, I still have them at home. So, did you save
3: them? Did you save
0: them? I, you know what? I'm going to see. see I there, there's a lot of mini comics in there's my life. Be some valuable comics. So, <laughs> there, I'm going to see because there's some. There's some I know are gone, but I, I have other boxes that I did. So, you have no idea my apartment. But anyway, but I'd also love to know a little bit about your background, because as I, yes. you know, Googled you, I mean, it's because dangerous thing. no one is safe from, from uh, internet <laughs> surveillance. Uh, you have a theater background. Yeah. You you seem to have your hand in a lot of pots in the Ohio area. Uh, so I have about 25 years in
3: nonprofit experience, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, that's another different thing about the CXC, Cartoon Crossroads Columbus model, is uh, we're a, a 501c3 nonprofit. Mm-hmm. So I've been doing, i worked for... Uh, I started a theater company down in Cincinnati called No Theater of Cincinnati mm-hmm. and uh, the Cincinnati Fringe Festival mm-hmm. and worked for a number of nonprofits there. So mm-hmm. I do that. And then also uh, one of the things that uh, that uh, was uh, made me an attractive candidate for this job is I'm also a comic creator. I do a comic book called Mest, uh, the nickname for the Metropolitan Google. I Googled
0: way. that as yeah, well. looks yeah. really interesting. Uh, but it's, it's, it's science fiction, You're the, there's science a – Science fiction means tour sub- management. Y- yes, there you go. I <laughs> love that. I love the bring together of, of 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 literature and, you know, social analysis. <laughs> or, uh, or urban analysis. I don't
3: know. So i mean i uh, what I really like is when we bring all these exhibitors in over a hundred exhibitors, and uh, i you know i 've been on the other side of the table, mm-hmm. you know I know what it 's like, so yeah. try and uh, treat them with as much respect and hospitality as we can
0: well you you delivered on that core, and I can oh, be a you. witness to that, so one thing you mentioned um, and i 'm going to let you go with this is right. that that uh, the tenth anniversary is coming up.
3: Yes, it is.
0: So the the X and CXC is going to become uh, a it's much bigger deal. Yeah, bigger X. It's yeah. Going to be a
3: bigger X. <laughs> so anything
0: uh, any, you you want to preview anything about what 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 you what we could expect? You know, it's
3: going to be ten times bigger. No, <laughs> I'm just, no, 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 no. But uh, keep your eyes out. Yeah. We're going to be releasing more information, and it's going mm-hmm. to be. I'm going to. It's going to knock your socks off. Right.
0: Well, and I, I just like to, just to thank you NCXC, uh, uh, Tom Spurgeon, uh-huh. to get the Tom Spurgeon yeah. Award, uh, means a, a hell of a lot to me, uh, Tom was a friend, uh, he brought me here in 2019, and like, as I said the other night, uh, he's brought me back again and here and I, and, uh, it's, it's damn cosmic, so thanks to you and thanks to Tom, you know, I'm uh-huh. sure he's looking down and, Absolutely. you know, and, you know, Sin, look, he's back. <laughs> so, Jay, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank sure. you again. It's been a pleasure. Yes. All right, more to come, listeners. We're back on the floor of Cartoon Crossroads Columbus, an awesome independent comics festival. And I'm here with Ben Passmore. I've got his books all laid out of me, so I'm going to give you some titles right now. He's the author of Bottom Feeders, Sports is Hell. And I think you you absolutely know or should know about Your Black Friend, uh, an incredible book. Uh, Ben, thanks for being on More to Come. Absolutely, Calvin. Yes. Hey, uh, I I think the last time I actually interviewed you for More to Come was a TCAF couple of years back we just were on the floor i remember even if you don't no no i remember remember that so i mean you your comics are just you know they've got this incredible mix you've got a great drawing you know um but you put it in a context uh of social conflict social analysis
2: um, can you tell Alyssa a little bit more about yourself in comments? Sure, yeah, and I won't even be offended that you called it mixed. I won't, <laughs> I won't take that. What do you want it all? Oh, I, I'm,
0: racial I'm not y'all. There you go. I mean, uh, you know, I've just got canceled, folks, and I, you know what? Nobody's nobody's uh, uh, can can get away from it. I apologize. No, it's but fine. I mean mixed it's in fine. the best
2: way. I'm gonna need reparations. You're a,
0: well, <laughs> you're a hybrid, bro. Yeah. How's that? How's that, man? You're My a habit. mutant. My you're habit. you're a freaking
2: My hybrid, right. mutant, yeah. man. Yeah, Malcolm's the real professor. There you go. go. Um, Okay, so the question about my work. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. So, like, I mean, I think um, I I feel kind of old school in the way that, like, I don't feel super wrapped up in a particular genre. Mm -hmm. I started off doing sort of post apocalyptic post event Mm -hmm. stuff that was still like commentary about. Um, You know, a lot of the punk stuff that was happening in New Orleans at mm-hmm. the time and this the broader exploitation of, like, yeah. you know, a place that's supposed to be, like, a post, you know, sort of, like, wiped as a clean slate uh, mm-hmm. and the realities of that. Your Black Friend was still really on that line. I was mm-hmm. primarily writing about sort of isolation in a mostly white punk scene, mm-hmm. Um, but it turned out that it was applicable to people, you know, who don't necessarily have that experience. And, um, you know, I was a long time nib contributor, yeah. so I was doing mm-hmm. a lot of nonfiction, just explicit, like, political, editorial, or, or journalism even, arguably. Mm-hmm. Um, and that has bled into, um, things like Sports as Hell, which is fiction, but is, is based off of an experience, uh, being out on the street in the middle of, like, a, a football riot after the Eagles won the Super Bowl <laughs> <Yeah>. in 2018. <laughs> oh. Um, so a lot of that is, is, uh, when I do fiction. It's uh, in response to um, like very real things, and is trying mm-hmm. to talk about things in a way. Sometimes when I want to be more direct about mm-hmm. things in the world, without having to, you know, doing like something that might be like a heavily researched dry comic about. Things. Sure, sure. So, but it'll span genres, you know, uh, in the even horror, which is is a Ezra actually yeah. he wrote bottom feeders, and I did the mm-hmm. art on it. Mm-hmm. But um, but even that, I feel like is uh Uh, something that, like, is a perfect encapsulation of, like, shit I like to do. Because, I mean,
0: even bottom theaters, being a horror comic, it really kind of delves into gentrification, changing neighborhoods, um, uh, identity, and how you define it between that and style, appropriate. I mean, you bring all these things together. I think we were talking about this the other day. And using some of the classic uh, strategies of comics in many ways, even though you're bringing together, I think, of different kinds of legacies and interests to to make it make sense, and maybe to change some minds about about people. I I think you yeah. know.
2: I think I go in and out of like what, um, like whether what I do is like agitprop or you know like or uh, or not. I definitely when it comes to the hort, when I you know bottom feeders and your black friend definitely was an attempt to try and uh, do something that I think like comics is really good, which is sort of make. Someone's unique interior, just like a very visible exterior, um, and Bottom Feeder certainly is like covering. To call it body horror, I think, particularly when talking about like Black people in America and dealing mm-hmm. with uh, economic exploitation and displacement, to, it it means so many things yeah. that interlock with each Absolutely. other. Absolutely, and I, and I definitely think uh, me and Ezra did do a good job uh, in trying to tackle that that sort of thing.
0: But in all of your works, there's this a savvy dialogue going on with, with history and with, you know, what's happening on the ground now. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but you're also working on a book that we've heard about. Uh, it's, I know it's coming out sometime in the future. Uh, my understanding it's about black radicals in the U.S.
2: Or maybe you can tell us, whatever you can tell us about it, you know, pre-publication. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's called uh these black arms to hold you up. I mean the double Mm -hmm. meaning I guess is is so uh simple it's obvious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. uh, Yeah. um, We'll we'll see how you interpret that. So, but it was, so it, it's a, uh, nominally it's a history about uh, seven individuals or sort of organizations mm-hmm. that are part of the continuum of the New African Independence Movement or the Black Liberation Movement, uh, which are the same and, and different in some ways. So I picked um, largely sort of like unknown in what, you know, sort of the, the current sort of canonical understanding of the Black Liberation Movement, like, you know, people like Malcolm or Angela, mm-hmm. I'm picking figures who, if, if that's mostly, mostly who you've read about, you're thinking of these people at most as background characters. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like Asada, I think, is, is probably the most popular or well known mm-hmm. figure uh, of who I'm writing about. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wanted to sort of uh, both do like just a, a history that is like not very covered very much. Mm-hmm. Um, particularly in this time when people get like really wrapped up in sort of like the romanticization of like the like ultimately peaceful and like, you know, sort of like circumspect, like like sort of like or like just very like activisty like um uh like activisty sort of like uh like poet who also does like Oratory, like, that's the fixation. Sure. Um, and, and those things have their value, but I do think that there is a, a, very specific capture that has happened mm. that invisibilizes, like, the very real conflict, um, that I, that I think like, people have been a part of since we were captured and brought here, of which, like, there are people still in prison, you know, like, yeah. um, uh, uh, rap Brown, you know, uh, he's, he's still in prison, he's going bright, he's going blind in prison. Wow. um. Mm. So it's, it's something that's very, very real. So I, Mm. I wanted to, so I'm, I'm doing a very straightforward history, but also, that history is like had a very specific resonance for me as someone who grew up without my dad and with a lot of gui- without a lot of guidance. Mm. So the book is also about how how like this this particular topic and my like learning of it as sort of helped, for better and maybe worse like help mm. me frame my understanding of like who I am in this country.
0: Sure, sure. Now I, I, you know I assume you know you encountered comics as a kid, but it, was there a point where you realized that comics? uh could maybe be a little bit more than
2: just entertainment? and, And when it became like an art, your art form? Yeah. I mean, I started drawing comics almost from the beginning um like growing up in the 90s I was born in 83 so I feel like I was the perfect age for like the broody like the brooding comics (laughs) edgy comics stuff so I was like and I and I really latched on to Spawn early on Mm. like not knowing actually that the creator was white I was just like oh it's a black sure it's a black you know a black superhero that's like that's a little different he's covered in spikes he's broody he's got like personal issues like he ain't really out here like beating up poor people um and I just really stuck with it and I got into manga and then at a certain point I was, I was really obsessed with manga and superhero stuff and then when I got, I got locked up when I was 16 mm-hmm. in an institution and that was like a really like grounding experience. Like despite being sort of a bad kid, um, I was still like very much like a nerd that didn't like to go outside. Um, and, and being institutionalized, it, it really cut me off, cause I was there for almost five years. Wow. It really yeah. cut me off from just like regular life. So coming out of that, I was really just curious about like what the world was actually like. And over the course of that, I read, like, I was reading still superhero stuff in manga, mm. but I was also reading like Adrian Tomini, mm. I got really into Joe Sacco's work, Peter Baggs' work, mm. a lot of like, stuff that it's not nonfiction, it's just set in everyday life. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was the combination of that and when I got involved in the anarchist scene, uh, and like, you know, like set to Bachman, like sure. like mm-hmm. very explicit yeah. like political stuff yeah. and saw the interplay between communities of resistance and like the content they were reading and how mm-hmm. they like informed each other. Um, I got really into that. So like my, a lot of my first comics, even my first Day Glow comics, uh mm-hmm. before it was all collected, was very much like me writing for people that I knew to read, mm. um, and really what I do now is, is really just like a scale up of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well look, you've, you've, you've scaled up big time, uh, and you've got an audience
0: waiting to hear, waiting to, to read the new book when it comes out. No pressure, Cal. Well, i am trying. I you know, my job is to like deliver pressure. Yeah, that's what I feel. <laughs> it's just like, Hey man, uh, look! It, it's always great to see you. I'm a big fan. Uh, I'm a retired journalist now, so I don't. I can be just. I'm just. I'm. am I'm, I'm kind of fan broing right now. I'm happy for you. But uh, can't wait to see the book. And uh, it's just great to see you here. What about CXC? Is this your first time
2: here? No, it's yeah.
0: uh, well. It's, have you
2: been it's, here before? Yes. It's my first time, technically being uh, a guest of CXC. I was yeah. here in this place once before with SoulCon. Oh, oh, right. Latinas. Yes, and I've actually
0: got had a chance to go to the the the, the Solcon, which I guess doesn't exist anymore, or at least not so. yet, yeah, not, not in relation not. to yeah. CXC anymore. Anyway, anyway, great to see you. Uh, can't wait to see the book. No Me pressure. Too. Me too. All <laughs> right. I can't wait to see <laughs> yeah, all right. All right. Take care, man. Appreciate all it. Okay, uh, welcome to More to Come. This time we're uh we're broadcasting live from C- Cartoon Crossroads, Columbus. Uh yeah, yeah, you know it's me, uh Calvin Reed, uh retired, uh now contributing editor and you know, and you know, retired hustling. Yeah, so <laughs> anyway, I'm in the middle of the exhibition floor. I'm with Matt Bores, founder of of the Nib. Uh Matt, thank you so much for being on More to Come.
4: Yeah man, no problem, especially an award winning, uh, well, I'm, yeah. Uh, comic journalists
0: such as yourself, did you, the, Tom, the Tom Spurgeon Award. Yeah, it was the Tom Spurgeon Award. Uh, I thank you for bringing that up. I'm trying to figure out to awkward to congratulate myself right. on winning I'll, an award. I'll gas you up on your own podcast. I, I appreciate uh, it. <laughs> I appreciate it. Last night they gave me an award. Uh, Tom Spurgeon brought me here in 2019. Uh, and I think, as I said last night, he's brought me back. Dude is cosmic. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know,
4: I wasn't super close with him but I I had a lot of conversations with him and he he was uh, in part responsible for bringing me here in 2019 Mm -hmm. and they gave me an award and I had a really good conversation with him after that I always will remember and you know miss him
0: yeah Yeah, absolutely a great Great guy guy, uh, extraordinary scholar historian editor Uh, uh, back when I first met him uh, excellent uh, flamer and fighter online I mean which seems that when I first got into comics, that's how you met everybody: was that you got online and you insulted each other on the internet, and, <laughs> I remember those days. and then eventually uh, we met. I might have been at San Diego, and uh, we were friends ever since. So, um, but but obviously, uh, as we were saying earlier, I'm retired. You've retired the nib. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I love our. Yeah, What's next? Uh, I mean, what happens? I mean, you've got an incredible infrastructure of artists, publications. Yeah. What happens with all of that? Well,
4: I mean, it, I think it, 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 it dissipates, and everybody's mm-hmm. kind of going their own ways. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think the, the closure of the Nib is, is sad, and a lot of you know people are coming up to the table and saying, oh, I love the Nib, mm-hmm. and it's, I'm sad it closed. I mean, I am too, but yeah. I, I've, at this point, I've, I'm fine with it. I've acclimated to it and all yeah. that, and I had one reason— I feel okay about it is that everybody I worked with everybody's doing fine honestly Mm. no one's no one's out on their ass because the nib is closing Mm. like everybody I worked with is doing graphic novels and they're you know they're in a much better place than when we started I'm not taking credit for all that but some of it was didn't hurt yeah some of it was the nib and elevating people Mm. and you know, I mean, honestly, towards the end, some of the people who worked for me regularly, I couldn't even get to do work anymore because they're off – they got They've big-ass got, book deals and yeah. tight deadlines yeah. they're not making and all yeah. that stuff. So I feel good about it. I feel yeah. like I, – I just wanted to have a I – said, I said this before, but just sort of end it with dignity and be like – you know, I didn't want it to drag it out and have to do major cuts, and I'd rather yeah. just – you know the fact that everybody does have good feeling about the nib, and I'm doing a party tonight. It's like mm-hmm. a farewell to the nib, and a panel tomorrow. is kind of evidence to me that like, you know, it was just kind of a good time to do it in a way. Sure. It's like everybody mm-hmm.
0: has a good feeling about it. Um, and that's all. I mean, is there do you, any any general observations about? Uh, I mean, how old is is the nib? It is uh, ten years exactly. Ten years. I mean, uh, general observations about. The market, the the audience for the cartooning that you put on and now?
4: Yeah. Well, I would say, you know, the Nib is, is broadly made up of two components, mm-hmm. nonfiction comics mm-hmm. and political cartoons. And I would say when we started in 2013, there wasn't a ton of nonfiction out there. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was, it, was, it, was, it was bubbling up. You know, you had people like Sarah Glidden coming sure. up and mm-hmm. obviously Joe Sacco. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, fast forward 10 years... I mean nonfiction comic books is huge. Yes. I mean a oh, lot yes, of people
0: absolutely. I know are working on graphic novels or yeah. having a lot of success. One of my pet yeah. loves and, and interests and you know, prophetic yeah. visions that nonfiction was going to and and, and we kind of at it the beginning of it really.
4: Yeah, and I so I think that that is doing mm. more than okay. Mm. You know, political cartooning now, I uh, I uh, don't know if I have a whole lot of uh, great things to say about its future. I quit myself in 2021. Mm -hmm. You know, Derf is behind me. He quit years before, and now he's he's doing nonfiction books. Mm -hmm. The people I was running... You know, like big names come to mind like Jen Sorensen and Tom Tomorrow. I mean, they're still doing their weekly comics trip and they're great, but there aren't really new people getting into it and there aren't a lot of avenues to support it. So I think it's, I think it is, uh, I mean, it's not a new thing to say. Political cartooning, editorial cartooning has been in a long downward slide and uh, unfortunately it's just. I think it's a very niche thing now and there's not a lot of uh, outlets that support it.
0: But in, I do want, I mean, obviously we don't want political cartooning to go away, but uh, non-fiction cartooning, yeah. and the ability to, to explore these topics in great depth and apparently find a market for, yeah. Uh, yeah. that seems to be just blossoming.
4: Yeah, you know, I think it's just a different way of uh, of telling stories about the world. I mean, that's, kind of, that's what mm-hmm. we were trying to do at the Nib and yeah. I think you know the market uh, guides guides people, right? I mean, for, yeah. better, for better and worse, yes. obviously, in our yeah. society, but like. I think if there was a uh, staff jobs at newspapers, a lot of cartoonists would say, hey, I'm going to try to go into that. But now, if they have an idea for something, a, a history comic or a nonfiction thing that they're interested in, I mean, you can get a pretty good book deal. A lot of people book. are getting them. So, you yeah. know, that kind of pushes people towards towards that. Yeah. And, I mean, I, I feel like I'm going to probably do that eventually, too. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. I've got yeah. nonfiction cartooning yeah. uh, interests, so and I'm done with political cartooning. I just did it for yeah. 18 years, and I feel creatively... Like, I'm just sort of want to move on and do other things. Sure.
0: Now, I, I asked you before, but just for our listeners, what is going to what, what are you doing? What, what's going to happen with that yeah. Boris?
4: Well, I'm still doing comics, yeah. for sure.
0: Um,
4: I'm, I'm going to try writing and drawing full time. Mm. I mean, that means collaborating with other artists, me writing, them drawing, and then some stuff that I want to do myself. Mm. I got a series, Justice Warriors, that's like a, a dystopian cop satire, mm. kind of crazy, ultra-violent. Um, it's, it's very political. You know, I mean, it mm. is it's 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 different from my political cartoons but it's it's filled with kind of a social satire and everything sure. so we're going to do more justice warriors and i got some you know i don't have anything to announce but I, I have a lot of ideas kind of built up over the years sure from me not being able to do my own work because i was running the nip so <laughs> i got some ideas to do creator own work even more, some mainstream work that you know because I, I, I am interested in all that stuff so yeah. Don't be surprised if you see me actually kind of maybe doing some some mainstream stuff. I wouldn't mind having a shot at some of that right. stuff, you know?
0: Well, great. You get, when you get your book deal together and get your book out there, we'll put you back on Mordecai. All right, all right. Look, right. so, Matt, I'm glad to, to yeah. talk with you. Congratulations on an incredible run. Thank you. With the Nib and your Thank own work.
4: You as
0: well. All right. Yeah, well, we're both, you know, well, you're, yeah, you're semi-retirement. I keep telling yeah. people that, you know what, I'm going to run this retirement thing out as long as I can. Yeah, I'm definitely
4: not... Uh, <laughs> I can say I'm retired from political cartoons, yeah. but I'm not retired from having to no, yeah. work for money. <laughs> You'll be right.
0: Absolutely. All right. Anyway, yeah. Matt, thanks so for being on More to Come. All right, it's a too. pleasure. Yeah. Okay, once again, back on the floor of Cartoon Crossroads Columbus, awesome comics arts festival here in Columbus, Ohio. I'm here with Reagan Buchanan, the author of The Secret History of Black Punk Record Zero. Uh, Reagan, thank you so much for being on More to Come.
5: Oh, thank you for having me. There yeah,
0: you go. Even well, we're say, when I say we're on the floor, we're on the floor. In fact, yeah, I'm taking up table. space in your table, oh, no, and I you're hope to tonight. Taking
5: up space, you're always welcome. Well, my thank
0: table. you, thank you very much. Look, uh, I'm not going to pretend it. I don't know much about uh, about punk or black punk. Nobody I've learned. I've learned. Le- le- that's about what punk. just they think
5: they do. no. I'm just kidding. No, well, <laughs>
0: you know what? I don't even think that. But I have learned stuff. I interviewed Jay Spooner this year. Yeah. I learned a hell of a lot <laughs> from uh, High Desert, his graphic memoir. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, Tell us about The Secret History of Black Punk. Well,
5: The Secret History of Black Punk is a uh, kind of a... It's kind of almost just a reference that I put together Mm. that kind of collates a bunch of uh, Black Punk fans. It came out of me kind of starting to do research on my own to learn more about what Black Punk fans are out there. You know, people are like, oh, you should listen to this or "Oh, you should listen to that. But, you know, when it's a Black Punk band. Sometimes people don't know about them. Sometimes this information is kind of lost until somebody I grew up
0: thinking up. that there were no black people I involved heard in punk. somebody
5: say that yesterday. And in fact, like, you know, we're at a comic book convention, but, you know, out in, you know, the world. Mm-hmm. Out, you know, uh, sometimes people, I've heard people say that. My dad, it, I, I, just,
0: I just didn't know.
5: Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, so it's kind of um, just my way to be, you know, everybody's, like, you know, big brother, like, hey, uh, I'll show you. Sure, sure, yeah. If you want to check them out. And the other thing is, like, the way that I learn, I'm kind of one of them learners that got to be told, got to do it. You know, I got to do all the things before I remember Mm -hmm. it. So, you know, for me, like. I, I read some
0: stuff about your brothers. Yeah, you learned. Well, learning that you were learning that they were bringing mixtapes to you or something along the line. Oh
5: yeah, my brother like Alex ran away from home when he was like sixteen or something like okay. that. Okay, he like went to Pittsburgh and he started a punk band. Uh huh. And he um, would send my other brother mixtapes, but you know, then I thought that was my mixtapes.
0: So <laughs> <laughs> well, this sounds you get into brother and sister stuff here. Oh yeah, every, every, I just what's yours to, is mine right, and what's I just mine just is to mine. Be one of the
5: boys. I wanted to be, there you uh, go. One of my brothers. Sure. So it was like me at the when you know we all did live in the same house Uh, they shared a room and uh, me and my uh, other sister shared a room and you know we would be hanging out Mm -hmm. in the um, doorway of their room you know and they're like get out of here shit like that you know but they're in there listening to not always punk rock they're listening to like Metallica and BC Boys and stuff like that Mm -hmm. and everything and I'm you know then I'm like I want a Metallica tape for Christmas you know what I mean and like our parents are buying us yeah. tapes and then they're like mad because now there's duplicate tapes they're like y'all listen to y'all share tapes
0: it's
5: like whatever chaos there you whatever. go but yeah they would um, my brother sent uh, my brother Alex would sent my brother Courtney uh, home mixtapes, tapes and he would send uh, letters uh, write letters um, like, don't let them grind you down from Pittsburgh mm. and stuff like that. You turn the, le- the letter over and it would be on the back of a flyer so you can find out ah, big so Pittsburgh bands like, you know, uh, uh Half Life or Osrot mm. or mm. the bands that were playing at the 31st Street Pub and stuff like that. Um, from when he was, uh, you know, whatever age he was 16.
0: Well, I just got a copy of your book <laughs> yesterday, <laughs> so I'm just leaping through it and, you know, now, I, you know, uh, you know, like, um, the, what's the woman? Thar. That's Now, I I knew a little bit I about her as really someone uh, overlooked or erased from yeah. history, the history of rock and roll. But there's so many other things uh, yeah, I did like that. I knew nothing no, about. And I should also mention, of course, your drawings—the portraits of these musicians—they're—they're—they're they're, they're awesome. They're like powerful. I mean, they kind of re- reflect, at least for us on the outside, kind of what what punk rock is. How they're you know, really muscular and and um, and dynamic. I mean, in the way I can I can I can move around. I can slip around here. I don't have to sit. Yeah. You, uh, you can sit on my feet. right oh, there. I'm, oh, is it okay? Yeah, go ahead. Oh, okay. So okay, thank you, man. Um we're on we're live on the floor of <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, can you tell us a little bit about the the drawing, the graphic side.
5: Oh um so I mean, it's just I've always, uh, you know, I again uh, wanted to be like my brothers, mm-hmm. reading mm-hmm. comics and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. So ever since I, I was, thought, I was before, what box? Pins. By your leg, yeah. I help. Okay. Yeah, I grew up on comic books. Um, I read like DC Vertigo, and I uh, was reading mm-hmm. Image comic books and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I also. You know, got inspiration from oh, awesome. those flyers that mm-hmm. uh, my brother was sending home, like the collages and different stuff like that. Because you got
0: a great, powerful style. Of it. You make you okay. want to look at it. You want to turn the pages and Thank see you. see I the have, images. Absolutely. Well, and
5: I have a background in graphic design, mm-hmm. right? So um, it's actually it it, it it does actually take you a second to like kind of absorb. I don't know, like a page hierarchy or whatever, mm-hmm. like how to show uh, sure. uh, what you want to show and how you uh, want to hide, how you want to hide.
0: And, well, the whole layout, and I should talk about that, too. I mean, did you have a hand in the design yeah. of the page? Oh, yeah, layout I did is too. You did everything, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, Because it's got, you know, look, it's, it's got that vibe, mm-hmm. you know, on every page and the drawings, how they're laid out, the type. Yeah. Uh, how you use quotes on the page. Oh, yeah. Yeah, very dynamic. No, I
5: wanted to make yeah. it really flashy so yeah, that it very was, like, very poster-like. Easy to, yeah, to yeah. take in. Again, um, I learned from you know visuals and doing and things like that, and so I, I wanted it to be have enough space that you know you kind of like read it and then you could like open it up to this page and you'd be like, uh, Oh, that's cool, I like the way they look, let me check them out or whatever. So you can interact with the comic, like, not just not read it and set it down, so like, oh, that's cool. But, I mean, it would be my hope that like, like, that I could be. You know, in some way helpful in facilitating yes. just as e- easy digestion of, um, Sister Rosetta Tharp or just like, you know, quick, like, cliff notes about Sister Rosetta Tharp sure. that would make people be like, oh, who's this? And kind of be able to, like, cause you can go on YouTube. Uh, you can go see the documentary. Sure. You can see her playing, mm. and the pride that I get from, like, you know, the first time I saw her, you know, playing on video yeah. or whatever. Like, she's moving. She's yeah, moving, yeah, no, I've it seen those moving. videos. Yeah, it's wild. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or whatever. So I, you know, if I could do anything to help anybody want to go check that out for themselves, like, that's cool. That's All right.
0: Cool well, you you've you taken you've taken me to school because okay. I'm just just leaping through this. I, I'm going to get deeper into it. But um, so how would you get hooked up with Silver Sprocket? That alone is a great hookup. I I'm, I'm, uh, have much respect <laughs> for Avi and the whole operation there. I really okay. think that they're really serving a market that has been neglected. Uh, and they just got great books across Yeah,
5: the no, um, Slough's Rockets amazing. This is, uh, you know, my first publishing yeah, company right. that I put something mm-hmm. out on. This is my first like published book mm-hmm. I was put on Um I actually make most of my connection. Yeah. I would say I would i make most of my connections through music uh-huh. um, being are band, you a musician too
0: yeah i'm a musician uh-huh. the drummer i've played oh. in
5: bands for years. i'm not in a band right now but i've played mm-hmm. in bands for like over 10 years mm-hmm. um and so you kind of go back and forth um everybody's standing on everybody's couch sure you're like you know going uh over to different states or people coming to over to your state and mm-hmm. so you're just meeting people on the fly and helping them out or whatever bottom pizza you sure. on the or whatever so then you all kind of like know each other my best friend is a musician, um, Missy D Rodriguez from City Mouse, mm. and she um, knows Aubrey. Yeah, uh-huh. So they uh, they met somehow, and you know uh, Missy is on even, like, tour all the time mm. and stuff like that. And
0: so I was just
5: putting the book together and everything like that. Um, how,
0: how long have you been working on this?
5: No, it was like I I some of it is old uh, drawings that I did in 2018 mm-hmm. and then some of it um, was me deciding to put it together in a book um, and then after I got the publishing deal uh, from Silver Sprocket, I added like more pages mm-hmm. so I mean it, it's, it's hard to say because it just happened over sure. time sure. but um I guess if you come back and ask me after the next book I'll keep track. Okay. <laughs> of How much time? You <laughs> Whatever.
0: That's that's fine. Look, um well this oh, is okay. great. Oh, uh, great uh I, I, it's great to talk to you. Um, go out and look for this book. If, I guess it's just getting in the stores now or soon. or has, How long has it been out?
5: Uh, it's been out since February. Oh, it's been out for a while. Yeah. Because I've been also- hearing
0: about it, but I haven't seen it.
5: Yeah, because it keeps selling out. <laughs> oh, well, then that's, that's the kind of problem
0: you want to have. <laughs> okay. They're, they're
5: going to reprint it, uh, so I think it'll come back out again in February.
0: All right, great. Well, Reagan Buchanan, thank you so much for being on more to come. Uh, go out and look for it, The Secret History of Black Punk record zero uh this is great
5: thank you so much all right more
0: to come more to come it's all right it's all good that's we we take them we take our listeners right into the (laughs) belly of the (laughs) beast